It's that time. Time for the Go Wild Go podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Fry. I'm joined by Ian McMacken, the publisher of Go Wild Go. And we'll also have Tom Laycock, the recruiting guru. Sit back and relax. We're going to talk Wyoming sports. Well, Ian, welcome to our very first inaugural podcast for Go Io Go. This is a red letter day, I think. Yeah, I think it's going to be an exciting time. It's going to bring another element to the Go Io Go site. Uh, people can actually, the audio, I think, be able to hear our discussion and really have the capability of bringing some new news um, on top of uh, a lot of the stuff that's on the message board. Oh, I'm really excited about it. Gives us a capability. We can bring more interviews. We can do more reports. Of course, Tom, he'll be on a little bit later. He'll talk about recruiting news, and we'll keep that up and fresh. I'll give you the latest on that. We've got interviews. We're going to talk about some interviews with uh, several players. Uh, Hollister is one. Uh, we got Josh Allen. We've got Malhart. Sean Wick is also. We got uh, Josh Allen. So some of those will play in the podcast. Some of those will just leave links in the podcast that you can hear them on your own. So otherwise it would get too long. Without further ado, the big news is Wyoming's 2016 fall football camp has opened and it is really exciting. And you had an opportunity to go to media day. Why don't you tell us about that? Well, you know, it was a standard media day. The coach basically discussed a lot of what we've talked on the board over the last several months and the slow time during football. The one thing that I mean, he did mention was the weight increases, physicality of the football team getting bigger, which I think is very critical, particularly in the interior and the defensive line, offensive line. When I went down on the field, uh, the thing I noticed is I felt that just from my eye that the team does look bigger and looks like they are progressing with their off-season weight program. I think it's very critical this program becomes more physical, um, better physicality to compete with top uh, teams in this league. And I thought from an eye test that the, the team did look bigger coming out on the field. Well, that is fantastic. Uh, that is very heartening to know because I think uh, the youth and the size of the team uh, was really to its detriment last year. And by all accounts, everybody's feeling pretty confident. The players that I talk to, I guess the players you talk to, they're feeling good, they're feeling bigger, they're feeling faster. So that pretends a lot of good things, I think. Yeah, I mean, just talking with uh, Jacob Mulhart, Jacob Hollister, two of the leaders on the team, really the two wide receivers, one's tied in, both are going to be big factors, leaders this year. They really feel like this team can take a big jump in terms of win column. I think uh, it was Jacob or the other Jake, Ballhart, um, that mentioned that even though the Cowboys only won two games last year, all the competition that he played against, the Cowboys played against last year, he didn't feel like, you know, maybe a level of improvement, uh, two levels of improvement, Wyoming to compete, uh, come close to compete at the top of the league. They just feel like if the plan stays in place, the, the players that they focused on Coach Bowles' plan, uh, things are going to come come a little quicker than maybe the fans expect. Yeah, that's 
that's that's good, and 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 I I really can see that. And by the way, you had a chance to talk to uh, Josh Allen, the quarterback, which he's going to be really key to this season. I think Josh Allen is physically one of the most talented quarterbacks to ever come into Wyoming. Um, really, he has a Casey Bramlett arm with uh, very good athleticism. He'd be a better athlete than Casey Bramlett. Maybe not quite as good as athlete as Fred Smith is. But talking to Sean Wick or one of the fellow players, Running the 40-yard dash, he was like right in the middle of the 40, you know, time. So that's good for a quarterback. And they feel like he's a, a better athlete that the fans expect, might expect out of him. They feel like obviously he has a big, strong arm on him. But he is a little bit of a better athlete than maybe I think the fans are expecting. He stands in the pocket. He can receive the rush a lot better than I think uh, fans think so. Really, uh, very excited to see him on the field. So I think it's just coming down to him, uh, basically getting more in sync with the offense, getting more confident with the offense. Well, I tell you what, you got a chance to talk to him. Let's listen to uh, your conversation with him. All right. I'm with Josh Allen, the quarterback from the Wyoming Cowboys, entering his sophomore year, actually his redshirt sophomore year, and he got on the field for one quarter last year and then had that unfortunate injury to himself, but now he's back. And first question I ask you, Josh, is what kind of, uh, being just on the field for that one quarter in Division One football, What? how did that help you maybe over the off season? Uh, knowing what to expect coming game one, you know, the experience that I got in those 13 reps or whatever it was, um, just it'll translate into this season. I'm just thankful that I got those reps, thankful that I got a medical redshirt. So it's like that completely wiped out and never happened. So I'm really excited, and it's just it'll, it'll pay off big time. Well, this year you guys look like you have more of an experienced offense. you got an offensive line coming back. I want to kind of break down each position with you a little bit. Now with the offensive line, what kind of improvements do you see with that unit uh, heading into this season? So we made a couple of switches. Uh, Ryan Cummings and Zach Wallace swapped spots. Um, and we've, they've gotten bigger, faster, stronger with our strength coach, Russell Dennison. He did a great job with them, and I'm really excited to see them perform on the field. Uh, they, they just got to be mentally, because they're still a young group, and and we know that. So uh, just being mentally tough and mentally resilient and stuff like that. Now let's talk about the wide receiver position. You have two uh, very experienced receivers in Tanner Gentry and Jake Mulhart. Now you got a slew of younger wide receivers. Kind of maybe break down the younger wide receivers first, what you kind of look at, maybe some guys stepping up that might surprise the fans this year as playmakers. Definitely. I mean, we got one uh, C.J. Uh, Johnson, he registered last year and he came on as uh, ended up at the three position uh, after spring ball. And we got James Price and we got Joe Parker. You know, they each kind of do their own different things, and it's really f- fun to watch. You know, Joe's more of the uh, slot guy, speedster. James can go up and get a ball back shoulder. So it's re- we got a really fun group to throw to, and I'm really excited that we have the group that we do. Yeah. Now it's time to talk about the running backs that appear to be one of the strengths, maybe even within the Mount West, but definitely maybe on a national level. Kind of how is Brian Hill? And Sean Wick, you know, they're two very talented running backs. How are they going to mix those guys up this year a little bit? They definitely take a load off of the pressure. You know, Brian Hills, he's phenomenal, and Sean Wick's shown it in the past. And, you know, he's getting back to his former self, which is awesome to have back there with as well as Brian Hill. And, you know, we really want the defenses to stack, stack the bucks, throw away eight guys, and then we, we'll go attack the outside with our uh, – you know, our deep receiving threats. And um, I just, I'm trying to think of how people are going to defend us and stuff like that because you cannot stop Brian Hill without stacking the box. So it's, it's going to be exciting. It's going to be fun to watch how defenses do that. 
Now, you have a strong arm. I've seen you throw the football. I've also heard plenty of media reports about you throwing the football. So I'm, we're assuming that the big play game is going to really come into play this year for Wyoming. How are you guys feeling about maybe making some big plays on the bomb play, you know, that type of situation? You know, it's definitely going to be a – I'm not saying a big game in our offense, but it's going to be there when the opportunity presents itself. And, uh, you know, we got, like I said, Tanner Gentry out there. He blows the top off of defenses, and we got Jake Mahart that will go up and get it. So, you know, it's not about throwing the ball far. It's about completing those balls and because you only have so many – certain amount of opportunities per game to do that so we're just going to try to take advantage of that i appreciate well that was your interview with josh quite a uh quite a remarkable young man i think he's uh set for some great things at wyoming yeah i just noticed talking to him down on the field he has a great voice very nice kid um speaks very well just a big frame for a quarterback that's something i noticed about him and i very excited to see what he can do for the Cowboys uh, here in the near future. Well, you know, on the offensive side of the ball, I think uh, I'm feeling really confident. Chase Royer in the guard position. Uh, we've got, uh, looks like we're going to have some improvement uh, in the offensive line. And, of course, like he said, if you try to stack the box against Hill or, or, or the running game, then uh, they're going to have a lot of options on the outside. So I think that's going to be really really something but you're not on the field on the offense all the time you got to put your defense out there and so that's that's been a level of concern and you went to media day uh what did you find out about the defense well i agree with you about the defense i think i'm a little bit more uh, concerned with the defensive side of the ball than offense not that defense may not have the capability really surprised because those players on defense are going to be bigger going to be stronger but i think big key on the defense is really how that defensive line comes along. I think number two is keeping that defense away from any major injury bugs. Really needing to stay away from injuries happen to the team defensively. Um, if we can do that, I think they can hopefully maintain themselves enough where that offense can hopefully will click like some of us hope that offense will click. If you have a good offense and an average defense, you can win some games doing that, but who knows? There's some good players on that defense. you got DJ May, Lucas Waka. Um, you know, there's some uh, young players like Granderson that could really be exciting. One of the best, the best news I heard out of the whole uh, media days was Granderson is up to nearly 245 pounds right now, and he seems to be moving pretty well at 245. you got to remember, he only played at 200 pounds last year. Yeah, that's phenomenal, I tell you. There was some discussion about that with Coach Stannard uh, with a with an interview, a video interview that he did, and uh, mentioned that uh, he seemed to be able to still move and still has that speed, so that's going to be something else. Now, I tell you what, I had the opportunity this afternoon, after they finished with practice, uh, Lucas Walker gave me a call, and I talked to him today. Why don't we take a listen to that? Well, we have a special guest with us today, Lucas Walker. Senior middle linebacker of the University of Wyoming Cowboys is talking with Go I O Go podcast. And Lucas, welcome to our show. Uh, good to be here. You just started your practice, I guess, what, was this day two? D uh, day three. Day three, okay. So uh, have you been getting into the heavy stuff yet and all the, the hitting, or are you still in shorts? And, oh, yeah. Uh, yep, today was first day of pads, so uh, there's a bunch of hitting going on, and uh, it was pretty physical practice. Well, very good. So are you ready for it? Oh, yeah, I'm definitely ready for it. It's been a long spring, long summer, and uh, we're ready to start up uh, 
the game on September 3rd. Now, uh, you're coming off a pretty good year. A 2 and 10 record needs to uh, switch around. So, uh, that's what's been on our mind all, all uh, since the last game of the season. And uh, we're going to uh, turn a lot of heads this year. You've had a whole summer, and you've got a new strength and conditioning coach. Uh, you think that's uh, helped you this summer? Oh, yeah. Definitely helped a lot of people. You see uh, a lot of people are heavier and uh, faster and bigger. And uh, I mean, last year I was playing at like 205, 210, and uh, this year I'm playing uh, 225, 220. So, uh, or, I mean, 225, 230, and, uh, and, and I'm not even the heaviest linebacker. And last year I was one of the heaviest linebackers at 210. So it's definitely... Uh, a great, uh, he's definitely done a, a good job this summer. Now, you're a senior, so you're, you're the leadership of the team. Um, from your perspective, uh, how's the defense uh, going now? I mean, I think uh, we've improved every day. So, uh, I think the defense is going to be a lot different than we were last year. Uh, we had a lot of young guys playing last year, and uh, we those guys are veterans now. So, uh, we expect a lot of them, and uh, and they also do a turn, so I think it's going to be a good, uh, good fall this year. Now, as you mentioned, you're from uh, Texarkana, Texas. You've been a senior. Uh, you've uh, been on campus now four or five it's my years. Fifth year. Your fifth year. My fifth year. So you're a red shirt. Uh, so yep. uh, looking back on it, uh, uh, how's your experience at Laramie been? It's been great. Uh, you know, it's, it's different than every other place. Like, so, I mean, it's a lot different than Texas. Uh, Texas is pretty hot down there, but summers up here are amazing. And uh, the mountains around, it's uh, beautiful. And, you know, it's just, it's been a great experience being up here for these last four years and going on my fifth year. And uh, I'll never regret it. So, well, it's great. Your brother, Michael, uh, he's uh, also out there in the sporting world as a pitcher for the St. Louis Cardinals. Uh, has he turned the Cardinals into a Wyoming Cowboy fans? Oh, yeah. Uh, he turned the work. I guess we both have. Uh, I go down there, I'm always uh, telling those guys uh, about the football season. They're always asking about uh, the football team and how we're doing and stuff like that. They always try to catch games. And a bunch of his friends on the team. So, I mean, they definitely uh, try to watch us a bunch. Well, that's great. That's fantastic. So, you're a senior. And uh, you're in your last year. Um, now, I, I, I assume that uh, you'd like to get a shot at the league, but if that doesn't happen, what uh, what are your plans? Uh, you know, I would, yeah, like you said, I'd definitely try, try the first one first. And, but uh, the second the second option would probably be, uh, I'm getting my degree in math science, so I don't know if I want to uh, teach high school or I might just want to coach college uh, football. So either one of those. Uh, Definitely have a couple of options that I want to do, and uh, I guess we'll just see. Well, that's great. You're going to keep your uh, keep your hand in it at any rate, then uh, get into the football exactly. world. Exactly. Well, thanks a lot for talking to us. I know you've had your first or your third practice, and so uh, we'll let you get a rest here. And I want to thank you for joining us here on Go Yo Go podcast. Thank you very much. That was a Lucas Walker conversation this afternoon I had with him. He's another uh, fine uh, young man that we have there at the University of Wyoming. We have a lot of uh, young men that we can be proud of 
Um, uh, fortunately, uh, it doesn't seem that we have the problems that some other schools have in keeping the fingers crossed uh, with with discipline and uh, behavior uh, situations. So uh, I'm really proud of these guys. Yeah, I just across the athletic department, there seems to be a lot of character uh, with with the players. I think it's really the mission statement of recruiting the athletic department the university. Uh, to really try to recruit good character athletes. You kind of generally get that sense. There's a couple that go goes off the path occasionally. You know, that's going to happen. But uh, generally speaking, um, there's a lot of good character, a lot of nice nice uh, people in that athletic uh, rosters across the Wyoming Athletic Department. Well, that is uh, always always a good thing. And, well, now uh... – as uh, Lucas told us, they were in the third practice. Uh, what are you seeing uh, as we go uh, as we go into this first week of practice? Uh, what's over the horizon? Well, I think um, I'm always looking at players that are stepping up to help with the depth. You know, newcomers. I'm always keeping an eye on the newcomers. Uh, who's emerging uh, at those positions? A couple names already being brought up. Uh, a couple true freshmen that are making their first visit. Uh, fall camp appearance. I heard Braden Smith, the defensive back out of Denver, Colorado, mentioned earlier. Uh, Cash Malua, I probably mispronounced his name, but uh, he seems to make some noise at linebacker. Um, and then we got the uh, defensive end, uh, Lola Hia, uh, who is a junior college guy, seems to be doing, making some early strides in his first three days. But again, it's very early, but it's good to hear some of these names being mentioned because these guys are going to be the ones that may help add depth to the Wyoming football team. Well, that's good. That's good to hear. Uh, speaking of adding depth, um, why don't we take a moment out here and listen to Tom Laycock's latest recruiting report. We've got Tom Laycock with us, GoIO Go's recruiting guru. And hey, Tom, welcome to the very first podcast for GoIO Go. Well, thank you, Jeff. I appreciate you putting this together. We've talked about this for a couple of years. Um, but uh, we finally found somebody with the technical know-how to pull it off. Well, it's, um, I guess I got too much time on my hands since I retired, so uh, I'm glad to do it, and I'm happy to have you come along because you really, you really got the hammer down on the recruiting, Wyoming recruiting, and uh, so we really like having you come uh, talk with us every week if you can. Yeah, I appreciate it. I'll tell you what I, who I've talked to. Uh, over the given week or the past couple weeks and, and kind of the trends that I'm seeing. But uh, recruiting moves so fast anymore that uh, you know, it's one of those things where you have to say, I'll tell you what I know, but uh, that can change at any second. <laughs> well, now I understand that uh, as of late, the neighbor to the east of us, uh, Nebraska or east of Wyoming, I should say, has been playing uh, pretty prominently in recruiting lately. Is that so? Yeah, you know, we're, we're seeing an influx of uh, Wyoming offers uh, in that Nebraska area. And, and one thing that I, one place we really see it happens to be along the lines. And I think it's a uh, wonderful thing where you've got that many big farm kids just across the state line. And, uh, you know, a lot of them, obviously, they all grow up hoping to be Huskers. Um, but I think Wyoming is working its way into a nice little niche there to the kids that maybe don't get that Nebraska offer. The last couple of weeks, we've talked to uh, we've talked to three of them. Um, the first one that we had spoken to is Patrick Arnold from Gretna High School. Now that's just outside of Omaha, uh, just on the way in the west suburbs. And uh, he had come to uh, 
uh, you know, he'd checked out Wyoming for himself, liked what he saw. Uh, 6'2", 295 offers from South Dakota, Colgate, Columbia Army, Navy, and Air Force. And um, well, and have, uh, so far, you a know, scholar, he, right? Yeah, it's a nice scholarship offer list. And I asked him, I said, well, just how serious are you on Wyoming uh, at this point? And he starts laughing. He says, you know, right when you called, I was actually Googling places to go fishing uh, around uh, Laramie because uh, he'd been there once, liked the environment, once again an outdoorsman. Um, we also talked with Kearney, Nebraska offensive lineman Rudy Stouffer, 6'6", 250, just a big old frame right now. Uh, scholarship offers uh, a plenty. But right now he's going to look to visit uh, probably Wyoming, South Dakota State, and North Dakota State. Um, once again, he's been out here a few times. Likes the facilities, likes being an outdoorsman, um, you know, and, and just kind of a big, strong kid. So Wyoming seems to be sitting pretty well with him right now. He's looking forward to coming in for a uh, looking forward to coming in for a game day. He's really interested in seeing what game day atmosphere looks like. Uh, and then we also spoke with uh, Lincoln East High School offensive lineman Chris Walker, and uh, Chris was in uh, Laramie a few weeks ago. Uh, he took a. He had the opportunity to, to take a golf cart powered tour uh, <laughs> with uh, Coach Bowl around the campus and look around. And, and once again, the young man who uh, who likes what he saw likes the size of Laramie. And uh, you know, he, he really seems like uh, someone who would be a good fit in terms of not just his size, but uh, the fact that he likes the outdoor opportunities, turkey hunter, deer hunter. Uh, likes fixing up the truck on weekends, uh, and also is working for a directional drilling company right now in Nebraska. So uh, I think you're kind of seeing a Wyoming profile really start to hone in, and I think the coaches are doing a terrific job of really niching in on what that kid looks like. Uh, we will also be speaking this afternoon. I've, I've got another one that's uh, supposed to be calling around 4.30 out of the Omaha area. Uh, we'll, we'll leave that one for the website. But uh, it certainly seems like they're working within that. I know at one point uh, one of the coaches said, you know, we want to be that number two school in Nebraska. Looks like they might be kind of getting there. Uh, we also had the opportunity to speak with uh, Edmonds North High School cornerback Brock Apaya. The interesting thing about Brock is he puts up some he put up some some pretty good numbers uh, in terms of scholarship offers. But what really blows your mind is he ran a ten two five. I'm sorry, a ten five two in the 100 hmm. meters, and then in the 200, ran a 21-1. And so, you want know, to talk about speed to burn, and when you look at the highlight tape, he's not necessarily a track guy trying to play football. He looks like a football player. That's so great. We like what we're seeing there, and, uh, and the fact that, uh, you know, they've seen him a couple times. Um, he's ready to uh, schedule, you know, try and schedule an official visit to Laramie. And once again, um, he also uh, he also has quite a bit of Wyoming interest. You know, he says that they're they're certainly up there. Which the other young men that we talked about today uh, also kind of feel that same way. So I think you're seeing uh, Wyoming has something that the young men like, in, in when they visit and when they talk about it. I think with a little bit of success in those first couple of games, you might see a bunch of guys kind of jump in the kind of jump in the boat. And this is kind of the time for that to happen for a couple of different reasons. First of all. Uh, when we talk to kids, we always ask, uh, "What is your what's your timeline for a, for a decision?" You get kind of three distinct groups. You get one that wants to make a decision before their season starts in high school, 
to have that taken care of. You get one group that, that is thinking mid-season because what ends up happening is you hear from a team that they, they want your first three games, uh, you know, highlight videos so they can determine whether or not they're going to make an offer. And you have the young men that would really kind of like to see the process play all the way out. They'll, they'll sign up signing day. So I have a feeling that once uh, official visits can take place with that first game, the first week of September, I think you'll probably see some dominoes fall fairly quickly. Well, you know, uh, we do so well, or we have traditionally done so well in Colorado, so it would make sense to me that we really need to press forward in Nebraska. And in fact, uh, we've some of the best athletes Wyoming has ever had have come from Nebraska, and I'm thinking of Jay Novacek. So it really, uh, really makes me feel good that we're uh, we're looking to Nebraska. Absolutely, you know, they've got obviously the University of Nebraska, and they've got a very strong group of NAIA schools up in that area, but there's there's really not a secondary uh, FBS school uh, that that kind of lives in that in that realm. So, in terms of recruiting. Um, you know, Coach Bull wants to be physical along the fronts, and I firmly believe that if you're able to uh, shore up the, the lines, offensive and defensive, you can really hide a lot of other issues you may have on your team. And so you're this close to a population that, that grows big kids. Uh, so for him to be able to walk into that state and, and start to, to offer something that is nice facilities, a school where you, can, uh, where you won't get lost in, and a football program that wants to uh, just completely uh, – uh, you know, that's interested in sort of bullying around the opponent in the line of scrimmage. I think that's a lot to offer. And I think that's something that uh, is going to be well received by those, by those Nebraska kids. Now, that said, when you look at the other August offers um, that are out there, you know, that Wyoming is in the places that they've traditionally been in. You know, a lot of Kansas offers. Uh, once again, California got the Washington uh, connection with Coach Caligas. And so, you know, once again, you're in the third year uh, that you're up there. And, uh, you know, you kind of think this might be the year that some of that bears a little more fruit than others. We also noticed uh, a tweet from uh, Harris Ross, a running back from Contra College. So they're looking into a junior college uh, young man. Um, nice size when you look at him. Um, but also, you know, I, I believe he rushed for 6.2 yards a carry last year for Contra, for Contra Costa College. And I'm probably butchering that name, too. Um, so it'll be interesting to, to see whether, you know, this is a young man that just sort of fell into their lap or there's a connection with or whether they're actually out and, and soliciting uh, the services of a JUCO running back because they do have a nice stable of young running backs in at this point. Well, you know, um, you can never have enough running backs, in my opinion. And with Brian Hill having such a, uh, a breakout year the last – or breakout years the last two years – and uh, prospects of having a really good year this year, you know, uh, we might end up losing him to the NFL if he's that good. So it doesn't hurt to um, have uh, running backs uh, on your horizon. No, I agree with you. I've, I've considered that as well. Uh, Sean Wicks, a senior, uh, if everything goes well for Brian Hill, you know, the NFL, I'm sure, knows that he's there. So now Nebraska is one state, but just if you go uh, – down south of Nebraska, uh, Oklahoma seems to be one of those areas that we've been hitting up the last few years. Uh, anything on that front? Yeah, in fact, that's where the uh, Barack Apaya is from. He's from Edmonds, Oklahoma, uh, Edmonds North High School. Uh, once again, that was, a, I believe that was a, he was found during a uh, satellite camp. 
um, if I'm not mistaken. So, yeah, we are seeing uh, Oklahoma. We're seeing probably more Kansas than some people would expect. And uh, once again, you're you're sticking around in, in California. So uh, nice to see they're they're branching out a little bit. And once again, quite a few Colorado offers. Uh, we noticed one from uh, uh, Denver South just this last week. Uh, Isaias Gandhi. Um, so we'll we'll check up on that too and see if we can find out about it. Well, good. It um, it sounds good. Um, I like to hear that activity going out there and. Uh, you know, there's been some frustration on the board. Uh, some guys are saying, no, we don't have as many commits or whatever. But uh, I think we've got a lot to be um, uh, hopeful for, and uh, maybe uh, we just don't need to worry about the commits at this point, right? Well, you know, they can't sign anything binding until February, so anything between now and then is just is just gravy. Uh, I, I understand the interest in wanting to have the early commits. I think you're seeing a lot of guys maybe hold out just a little bit uh, to see a little bit of success. It's you know the the fact is it is tough to recruit to a program that that went two and ten last year, and especially the way that Wyoming went two and ten in some of those games. That said, uh, you know you're seeing, you, having watched some of them in the spring, you're seeing a lot of growth, especially along the lines that was very impressed by the offensive line with what I saw in the spring. Uh, and I think if you see a little bit more of that, uh, uh, the production, if you see more competitiveness, if you see more wins. Uh, I think you'll see more commits, and I think that'll happen. Kids are interested in what Wyoming has to offer. That's not uh, that's not a concern. I think they're just holding out maybe to, to get a sense for year three. What does the bowl group look like? I'm you know I'm, I'm actually I feel like there's more interest now than there was during the Christensen era. Well, that's good. That's good. Yeah. Well, um, those are really hopeful signs, and you're making me feel better. Uh, you're probably making a lot of people feel better. So I want to thank you. Are you in off the ledge? Again, <laughs> back off the ledge. Things are going to go okay, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, fine. You know, like I said, once I think once uh, you get that first game of the year and the, these young men are allowed to travel to the official visit uh, and take a look at the place on game day, which is one more reason to make sure you – uh, you know, get your backside in a seat at, at War Memorial. If these kids show up for the official visits because they want to know what game day looks like, they want to know what the atmosphere is, they want to see the support um, that, they, that the, the team is getting. So I think once you get into that period uh, where there's a couple home games in those first three weeks, you know, I'll be interested to see what happens and it wouldn't shock me if we have, you know, a few announcements of a, a couple guys that are ready to jump in the boat. Well, you know, uh, this might be. This might be a bridge too far in wishing, but God, if uh, those guys could um, figure out a way to beat Nebraska, that should get their attention over there, huh? I would think so, you know, and, and they sowed some seeds last year in Nebraska and, and uh, did well with it in bringing over a couple linemen uh, last year, such as Gavin Rush, who I understand is getting a look in with uh, with the you know second, first, second, third team this year. So always good to see all right. Well, fantastic. Tom, I want to thank you for stopping by, and uh, we'll look forward to your reports every week. And uh, like I said, the podcast will be up every Friday morning, so uh, uh, your report will be part of it. Thanks. I'm looking forward to it. Take care, Jeff. Take care, and I thank you. Well, that was, uh, that was great information from Tom, and we really appreciate him for participating in this and, and gathering all that great recruiting information. Well, yeah, Tom does a great job of 
really doing the recruiting uh, update the website. He's been doing it for several years now. He has experience working on the Rivals Network. So Tom's always ahead of the game compared to the other media outlets when it comes to breaking recruiting news, really doing the omens work and uh, bringing, bringing the updates on those recruits. He sure does, and we're awful lucky to have him. Well, uh, you know, we talked a lot about football, and that's been the majority of the um, of the uh, podcast so far. But, you know, there's other sports out there. And I guess our uh, men's basketball team, they've been uh, kind of out of country doing something. Uh, can you explain what's going on with them? Well, they're in the Bahamas right now playing three games in three days. In fact, currently right now as we speak, uh, they are up by 43 points on IBA. A score at 91 to 48. They won their game yesterday by, I believe, seven or eight points. Uh, the one player that is really standing out in the tournament, I understand it's a summer league tournament. Don't like to jump conclusions on players early before the practice starts, but is uh, Lewis Adams, junior college guy that signed late. Uh, he has shown a lot of ability. Jumps, shoots, very active. Um, in fact, second leading score yesterday with 22 points. I think he's going to be a big contributor for the Cowboys that we didn't even know about this guy a month ago. So he's really, really stood out. Well, now this uh, summer league kind of thing, or this summer thing, is something that the uh, universities can do uh, every few years, right? It's not something they can do every year, but uh, this came up and they had the opportunity to go to Bahamas and uh, participate. Yeah, it, it's uh, good for every four years um, to do this. Last one they played was four years ago. Uh, Coach Shiat took that team up to Canada for three games, three days. And this uh, this tournament looks like it has a little better competition than the one up in Canada. Um, it, it's a good way for the, the team to get together and be able to practice uh, legally for 10 days. Um, I think it gives you a little uh, head start on the season getting a good feel for each other, bonding on the road. So when the practice, official practice starts October, you got a little bit of a, a head start. Well, that's great, and I'm, I'm glad they're taking advantage of it, and uh sounds like we're getting some great news out of the Caribbean. Well, uh, that about does it for the podcast today. Uh, we do have some other interviews that you did while you were at Media Day, and we're going to offer some links with this, so you'll be able to listen to an interview that you did with uh, Hollister, uh, with Josh Allen, uh, with uh, Jake Malhart, and with Sean Wick. So I'll I'll provide links for that. So here we are. We've got the first Go Y O Go podcast in the can, and uh, I'm feeling pretty good about it. That's a great start. To- podcast. We'll continue to fine-tune and try to really make this a great podcast for our listeners out there and our board dwellers. Well, I'll tell you what, Ian, let's take it on out of here. So there you have it. The Go I.O. Go podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. I'm your host, Jeff Fry, along with Ian McMacken, the publisher of Go I.O. Go. Please join us next week when we'll have another edition of the Go I.O. Go podcast.
Go I'll Go podcast is a production of Jackalope Ridge Media. All rights reserved. <laughs>